0: good day everybody once again it is me the j to the e to the double f free this is jeffrey harris and you're listening to the 411 wrestling interviews podcast so for today's interview we are talking to the breakout wrestler zach clayton who earlier this month made his aew debut on aew dark and wrestled q team marshall so we are going to talk to Zach Clayton about his wrestling career, where he got his start, getting to work in AEW, having to deal with wrestling without crowds and wrestling during a global pandemic. So that's very exciting. Looking forward to that. So stay tuned. And we are going to be talking to Zach Clayton here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Stay tuned, everybody. Alright, good day everybody. This is Jeffrey Harris, or the J to the E to the double F-3, and you are listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, we are talking about the surging pro wrestling star, Zach Clayton, who recently made his AEW debut on AEW Dark earlier this month against QT Marshall. Zach, how are you doing today, and uh, how are things going for you right now, sir?
1: I'm great, Jeff. I appreciate that introduction. That was a very powerful introduction there.
0: You're you're very welcome. So, uh, you got to have that match with uh, QT Marshall on AEW Dark uh, earlier this month. Uh, Tell us about uh, getting that match up and how uh, you got to make your AEW debut. So, I've always uh, been
1: in touch with uh, AEW to some extent. And, um, They let me know a few days before that event to uh, come on down, and I didn't know what I would be doing or anything like that. just knew that I had to be there for a few days, and um, QT met QT there, and I've never met him before. Um, So we ended up finding out that we were going to work together there, and from then on, I worked the second night on dark, and it ended up being a great time. QT ended up being fantastic. He's a really great guy, and um, he was actually the one that I was in communication with to come down. So,
0: so how did you like getting to wrestle QT Marshall for your debut? You know, in QT Marshall, he's also an experienced uh, teacher and trainer. Do you think that helped uh, the matchup at all?
1: Right, he is. Um, that was great. That was a great opportunity for me, and that was something that he spoke to me about before we actually did the match was that it was just wasn't just going to be a match it was going to be something to show what what I could do and a great match with a story to give us so that was a great opportunity for me but uh, working with QT was very easy and fantastic Uh, he's great um, and we ended up doing a really good match so I was really happy with that.
0: Did you guys have to go over or talk about it much at all or were you able to just call it in the ring?
1: No, we didn't, we didn't go over much, um, just a couple ideas, and then uh, kind of put things together. That's how I like to do things, and mm-hmm. that's how he likes to do things, which I found out, which is a great thing. I just think things go a lot better when, when that's kind of the plan going in.
0: But how do you feel, because I think you would have won that match if not for Ali interfering and cheating and grabbing your foot, so do you think that gives you a moral victory at all?
1: Listen, man, that's right. I did not lose clean. So the next time they see me, uh, Ellie, uh, she better come up with something else because it's not going to go over as easily for Kiki and them the next time I'm there.
0: Well, I think you've got all the tools, Zach. I think you've got a great look. And uh, I hope we're going to see you in AEW again at some point. But what do you think?
1: I think for sure you'll see me there again. Uh, I'm hoping so hoping that's the plan. Uh, I believe, again, that it went really well. It really did. And everyone seemed happy with it there, backstage. Um, got great feedback. So I'm really hoping that I do get to have that opportunity again.
0: Now, it is a very weird time for wrestling right now. Um, but can you tell me what the backstage atmosphere was like when you got to work in, in AEW? Sure, yeah. Um, it was
1: very relaxing and welcoming um not too relaxing obviously because there's still a big you know production show to put on but it was very welcoming everyone was very nice uh, open with support um but yeah man it's totally a weird time in wrestling right now obviously the whole world but especially when what you do is contingent on a crowd and reacting and noise uh it's very different to not have any of that and wrestle so it's a very different element to it it's doesn't necessarily mean it's more difficult but it's out of the ordinary so I had a lot of fun doing it and with the element of a no crowd (laughs) Uh, it did make it definitely feel out of the ordinary Um, but it's certainly a challenging time that everyone especially AEW is getting through very well right now
0: now tell me about the no crowd element I mean that's a very important part of, uh, the performance art of wrestling, Zach. So when you have that, is it almost like working with a handicap or, I mean, how do you, how, how daunting is it that you have to go in there and you have your AEW debut, but there's no crowd reacting to what's going on or, or, or a crowd for you to play off of? Yeah. So
1: I've been hearing it a lot with sports in general, like, Hey, could good, The NFL, could baseball, could these sports go on without crowds? The answer is yes, because with or without a crowd in those sports, there's still a contest going on, right? Mm -hmm. In wrestling, it's a performance that's based on crowd reaction. So that's the difference there in in terms of can this happen or without a crowd, yes or no. the element was very different because obviously it puts you more in tune and directly what's going on with you in the match, which is easier to focus on, which is good. Um, but it also takes out the element of, hey, wow, that was that worked really well, or they didn't like this, or let's do this instead of that because there's nothing to go off of, right? So that's the difference. Um, I found it to be... Pretty easy to be honest, because I mm-hmm. think we were just we worked we worked pretty easy together. So I don't think it was that much of a factor with us. But I know the match obviously could have been and would have been a lot better with an audience to react to what was going on, especially the story we were telling uh, throughout the match.
0: Yeah. Also during the match, uh, Taz gave you a shout out because I uh, he said. Uh, you trained where he got his start at Johnny Rods Wrestling School in uh, Bethlehem. Uh, did you know he gave you that shout out?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, Taz actually put me over pretty good. Um, he, he he did. A, he said a lot of great things about me, <laughs> which was good. But uh, Johnny Rods, um, I went to him in, in Brooklyn for a few years, and that was a great time with him. So it was good that Taz saw that and threw the mention in
0: okay so getting into that a little bit more tell me uh what made you want to get in uh, to the wrestling business and uh, and try to in, in becoming a pro wrestler
1: sure same as most people just uh, as a small kid watching on TV it's always something I looked up to and thought that I could do and when I got old enough which was uh, i actually stopped i had been playing baseball and football and when I got into college i decided to stop doing that and I think... 2014 is when I started wrestling. So, uh, I've been about six years now and uh, loving more every every day.
0: Now, was Johnny Rods your main trainer?
1: So, I started in a very small local place mm-hmm. in upstate New York um, just to learn the basics. And then I realized that I had to move on from there pretty quickly to go with someone who could get me to where I wanted to be. Um, because I always said, how could someone get you to where you want to be, which is the top, if they'd never been there
0: themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So
1: I knew I had to go someone somewhere who's been there, so I went to Johnny Robb in Brooklyn.
0: Now, uh, what are your kind of, in terms of the future of your career, what are you looking for? Do you want to sign a long-term contract with any type of promotion? Would you rather sort of uh, play freelance for a while. What are you uh, looking for um, for the next step in your career? I'm looking to be locked down somewhere
1: long-term for sure. Um, not, not for anything else, just to, other than to know that uh, I have a place and a purpose. Um, because if, if I have that, that's all that I have wanted out of wrestling. So that's what I'm looking for.
0: Now, in, in terms of the health and safety aspects, since we are in, in the middle of a pandemic, um, uh, did AEW do that right? And um, did, did they do a good job in making you feel you know safe in the middle of all this right now?
1: Absolutely. Um, as soon as I got there, they don't let you go to the venue until you get tested by them uh, for, for COVID. So absolutely. Everyone there was tested and the safety protocol is very
0: strong backstage and it's a very safe environment for sure now i mean how weird is it i mean not just the lack of crowds but this pandemic has had a huge effect on this industry because a lot of promotions have been uh inactive for a while and and that means a lot of wrestlers like yourself have not been able to work as much um and not been able to do as many shows can you talk about just how just how difficult this has been on the industry? This whole uh, pan, this whole global pandemic.
1: Exactly, and you're right; it's a global pandemic because everyone in every field is feeling it to some extent. But especially in sports, um, you can't train, you can't do what you normally would do to get ready for events and games and things like that because nowhere is open. And not only that, if they are open, it's not to the extent that it needs to be for you to get ready how you need to. So, yeah, that's difficult to kind of keep up with the game, so to speak, but I'm still turning and doing what I can do in my time to make sure that I don't lose that.
0: Now, uh, in terms of other promotions, are are you looking at NXT? Are you looking at Impact? Uh, are you open to all of those? Just uh, curious where your where you head and where you're leaning right now.
1: Well, my focus is AEW uh, right now. Okay. Um, I have, I have uh, my, my, my eyes there.
0: Oh, very, that, that sounds very exciting. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, again, it's something I'm hopeful for.
0: Uh, so does that mean we're going to be seeing you on AEW Dark again, maybe next month or later this summer? I hope so.
1: Yeah, I hope so as well. I'm definitely shooting for that.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, uh, are there any lessons uh, you got during your training from Johnny Rods or any other mentors that, you've, that they impressed upon you or anything inspiring that you've taken with you for the rest of your career?
1: Yeah, a lot. And the thing about this business is different than any other sport because everyone will have their own thing to say to you. Um, Which is true in other sports, but this particular sport gives you your own way of doing your own thing. So everyone might tell you a little something different along the way to help you individually. Uh, The biggest thing for me is always be ready because like that call for AEW I got three days before I had to be there and if I wasn't ready to go then uh, the shot's gone so one thing for me is to literally always every single day be ready for any call
0: now and was there ever a wrestler when you were young that really just captured your imagination maybe you know not a wrestler you modeled uh, your style off of, but a wrestler or performer that really just inspired you, captured your imagination, and you were like, man, that's just the greatest thing I've ever seen.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's Ric Flair. All
0: right, all right. Very good choice. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to go wrong with him. He, he was, you couldn't look at him on TV and not stop what you're doing and just watch.
0: Very good. Okay, and just uh, last thing, uh, Zach, if uh, you want to give any uh, social media plugs, any merchandise plugs, or any other projects you have going on that you'd like to share with the listeners, wanted to give you that time to do that, so please go ahead, sir.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm Zach Clayton, Z-A-C-K-C-L-A-Y-T-O-N across all social media, and Pro Wrestling Tees has my merchandise as well, which I'm thankful for, so uh, you can follow me there.
0: All right. He is the professional wrestler, Zach Clayton. You can check him out on the AEW YouTube channel. Check out his match with QT Marshall. And uh, we're going to be seeing him more of him uh, real soon, I'm very sure. So hopefully we're going to see uh, some more matches from you in AEW. And, uh, man, let's get you that contract, and uh, let's get you locked down, man. Looking forward to it.
1: I appreciate it. Appreciate that so much. Thank you again
0: for this. So when your main event, when you're main eventing, people will go back to this interview and be like, "Jeffrey, the J to the E to the double re got to talk to the superstar Zach Clayton. How about that?"
1: Hey, hey man, I love that. You should say your name like that every
0: single time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. <laughs> but really appreciate it, Zach, and a good luck with everything. And I really appreciate your time, man.
1: I appreciate this. Thank you so
0: much. You've been listening to Jeffrey Harris on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. All right, and that was Zach Clayton. recently made his uh, AEW debut on AEW Dark against QT Marshall. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him soon, and uh, it sounds like he's going to be doing a lot more uh, with AEW in the future, so uh, that should be interesting. Now, uh, just a reminder, you can listen to uh, our show, the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast on the 411 Mania YouTube channel. Uh, You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and Google Play. If you're listening to us on YouTube, I'd very much appreciate it if you can give us a like a comment, a subscribe. If you can give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I would very much appreciate it. But more than anything, I do appreciate it that you found the show, that you're listening to us, and I hope everyone's staying safe and doing well uh, through this very trying, uh, bizarre time right now. Until next time, I am the J to the E to the double f re. This is Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Bye, everybody.